0: This video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus by the YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is
1: advised.
0: hello everyone and welcome to the pwc extra i am your host jimmy t and right next to me we have he looks like kind of (laughs) zoro i don't know what he's trying to do there but mikey m5 welcome to the extra what the hell is this bro i don't remember when you were a kid
4: remember when you were a kid you used to make those owl looking glasses or whatever now, because I'm older, I have no fucking dexterity, Oops. and I can't do it anymore. So, you gotta do it like this, bro. That's what I'm trying to. I can't do <laughs> like that. The... My, my wrists are too friggin'
0: bound up. <laughs> you gotta. It's like the Ultimate Warrior fucking stall with your hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. No. Uh, so what's the warrior, going man. on? Well, what isn't going on in the world? In the wacky world of professional wrestling, Mike. I mean. I've got a little update with the CM Punch scenario. I don't know if you seen me post on Hamin Media Group or the PwC discussion group. But um yeah, nah, there's a bit of news that's come out. Fill I will fill you me in. in. I don't want to fill you in if you know what I mean, Mike, but um fill yeah. me. <laughs>
3: without filling me, technically.
0: <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> that's feral, Mike. But yeah, I will fill to get it, Phil Brooks. Let's fill everybody in with Phil Brooks. Because, let me just get it up, but before we do start, Mike... <laughs> that may be a difficult task, buddy. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, what the hell's happening with you? How you been, bro?
4: I've been all right.
0: Uh
4: all right? Yeah, can't really complain much. I'm doing okay.
3: Shitty uh, no, weather it's...
4: outside, it's doomy gloomy raining again, but it's all really? right. I a shot a cognac earlier and two ibuprofen, so I'm fucking ready to go. <laughs>
0: It's freezing here too, bro. It was raining earlier. Oof. But I don't even know what cold is compared to you guys. Like I said, I've never, ever touched snow in my life, bro. It's It doesn't snow where I'm at. Ever. You've never seen or touched snow. Never, bro. I don't know what that feeling is. Wow. Well, I can tell you, you now it. what it
4: feels like. Did you ever have a, a slushy or an icy drink? That is what your snow would be. And there you go. So so why they call it a snow cone?
0: Well, you know what else a snow cone is, right?
4: <laughs> yeah, piss. And I've done it a lot of times.
0: <sighs> anyway, there's also another snow cone is if you smoke weed and you nah, sprinkle it with, you know. Yeah,
4: that I don't, I would have no knowledge of.
0: Yeah. Well, you don't want to touch those type of snow cones. But anyway, we're not here to talk snow cones. But yeah, I've never actually touched snow or thrown it. Never. Nothing. Wow. I just want to fucking like, everyone tells me you don't want to, bro. Trust me, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I beg to differ. And my internet is going really schkeef right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Wow, that was a delay. Fuck, not good. Well, sorry, folks, you're going to have to bear with me. For whatever reason, I am getting uh, third-world country type of uh, internet. This is
4: free. You don't have to worry about it. Just sit back, relax, and then when you can, you can piece the words together that Jimmy does talk.
0: Right. It'll be like, -ah," because I'm AI, you know what I mean? It's third-world country internet right here where I'm at right now. But anyway, as long as you can hear me right now, I'll get into it. But let's start with some scenes. news. My hand looks good. I like it. It does. I mean, it does. It does. But um, actually, before I do get into the punk stuff, we do have a question in the comments by our very own Chris Willand. He says, What do you guys think WWE is keeping the tag... (laughs) You love asking this question, Chris. Uh, The tag team title bouts in two sets instead of just merging them into a new set of championships. Will they be split again? And how do you think they will be if so? You've asked this question quite a few times, Chris. And um, I don't know what to tell you at this point. But if they do split it, for me, what I would do at this point, if you want to know that, first of all, I would probably just start a tournament for one of them or like have a money in the bank, a ladder match, say, where you got the belts on the line, right? But you can have two teams that win it. It's something different, right? So one team wins, you know, one set of belts. Another team wins the other set of belts. And then voila, you have your fucking belts go back to the brands. That's the easiest way. Or you do what WWE just does, and who gives a shit? You just make a new set of belts, pretend it never happened, and we just off to the races again. Look what they did with Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair, for example, right? One was Raw, one was SmackDown, even though the one woman was Raw as the SmackDown champion, and the other one was SmackDown as the Raw champion. They just updated the bounce and we pretend it never happened. Right, Mike? Yeah. Or I prefer
4: two different titles, two different brands. It gives different teams time to work um, on their specific brand where they don't have to have or need any splits or any other gimmick bullshit. If they were to make about the tag titles where if they had to make or create God, God damn it, my t- oh, right. a new team with new belts, I would say do a battle Royal type tournament or what, like what WCW did with the battle bowl, do it with teams. The winning teams becomes a tag team championship. I wouldn't make it because we all see gauntlets. They're becoming fucking boring. Oh, I don't want myself
0: to match.
4: Yeah. If if myself, I would make it like a Battle Bowl type match or scenario. Uh, But as of now, I would not do or think of a brand split.
0: Well, the problem here is, though, you got to. So if you go the way you just said, that means you got to strip him. You got to strip the tag champs one set of the belts if you're going to do it like that. Yeah, but you have two
4: different champs, two different brands. Right. Obviously, but I'm saying- one is going to retain. We're doing this if, God forbid, there was a need where you had to create a new team or new titles.
0: But why a new team? Why not a new team? A new team
4: is winning the tag team titles, dude. I'm not talking. Oh,
0: sorry. Oh, okay, okay. I see. I didn't hear that yeah. part. That's why. I thought you meant, like, actually a new team, legitly, like –
4: Well, they could do that, but technically a new team would be winning the tag team titles.
0: Well, yeah, I guess. Um, At this point, (laughs) Chris is funny, man. He goes, he also says, I'll keep asking about the WWE tag bouts, just like I'll keep asking where the fuck Wardlow, Lance Archer, Thunder Rosa, and Jade Cargill are. Uh, First of all, that's true. Wardlow, who the fuck knows? I can tell you one thing about Wardlow, though, Chris. Wardlow's been talking some shit about AEW in interviews about how he's not happy, how he's getting used and whatnot. Good. I don't blame him,
4: right? Good, I don't blame him, but don't cry when it bites you in the fucking ass and but no other company
0: is calling you right. for work. That's the problem. <laughs> when you talk shit, when you bite the hand I that feeds you. know plenty
4: of fucking people that did that back in the day. Plenty of right. fucking people, and guess and... where it got them?
0: Even in Nowhere, the
4: 2000s. Fucking sitting home. Exactly. Or in and catering, these were so. people that were on WWF television during the whole Cruiserweight fucking thing with Crying Thai and Taco winning. I'll just leave it at that.
0: <laughs> I chop your peepee. <laughs> well, see, Chris, so it's a double-edged sword, bro. It's either you, yeah, speak up, but then you're known as destructive and never happy and whatnot, and then you get punished for it. Or you shut the fuck up and hopefully they call you up eventually, you know what I mean? But yeah, you're right. Um, and as far as Lance Archer goes, he's not happy either. I can tell you that much. As a matter of fact, because our very own John Enright is actually good friends with Lance Archer. And I can tell you that. Uh, I'll say that. Heck, he even tagged me to get him booked in Australia. He wants to come to Australia again, Lance Archer. So, um, But that's yeah. good. At
4: I- least he's actively looking for work. Because when you don't work, you don't make money. So guys like right. this have to. And it's really bad that he can't work in the supposed promotion, contract or not, he was supposed to have some kind of form of agreement with.
0: Well, yeah. So when you're seeing
4: Lance Archer on Memphis Wrestling on YouTube or other promotions that don't really have a solid TV viewing audience and you have to watch them through some form of an app, this is what's going to happen. Right and and there's and I'm I'm not going to name names, but there's lots of them out there. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Look at my yeah. part of my name when it shows up of what I kind of do. So a right. lot of these wrestlers now are looking for other avenues and places to wrestle at. And thank God, I'm not going to say oh, it's a great time to be a fan. No. It is a great time to be a wrestler because there's many different avenues and promotions out now to work. You just got to look for it and you got to apply. And that's what they're doing now. And I am very fucking happy that impact is alive and existing. They yeah. had their 1000th anniversary or thousand episode show. <laughs> uh, anniversary. Whoa. My bro,
2: my bro was out there.
4: My bro is out there repping pro wrestling where he got comped, I believe. He was in New York. He lived it up, went to the garden, had pizza. And I'm, I'm very glad my my bro went there, uh, my little man. He, I'm very happy and proud he went. And seeing it's guys like that, even the gear makers, when independent pro wrestlers or independent contracted wrestlers have places to go, it's a circulation everywhere for everyone. It helps out.
0: For sure, man. So yeah, as I was saying, Waldo's disgruntled, Lance Archer's disgruntled. That I can tell you one hundred percent, because I know I know that. Uh, Thunder Rosa, I have no fucking idea what's going on with her. I'm hearing rumors she's still injured and not cleared. I'm hearing other rumors where you know the female. Well, as far was... as it,
4: right, as far as AEW, we don't know what's going on. As far as her, everywhere else, she's wrestling in other places.
0: So she's not injured. So she's cleared. They promised us she was going to be back on Collision. We still haven't seen her. I assume the female locker room don't really want her right now, as in you know the current female locker room. So I don't know, have a clue. I'm man. agreeing. I'm agreeing with you,
4: but I'm yeah, just going, company, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm going to something else.
4: I'm just going to add. Don't be surprised if she's still going to be wrestling at other uh, independents.
0: Right, and as far as Jade Cargill goes, Chris, she's due to be back any week now. It could be next week, could be the week after, but expected to be back. Any moment, literally. So she's coming back. There's no doubt about that. All uh, right. Also, I
4: all right, got it. Sorry.
0: One more thing. He says AEW sucking these people into long-term contracts and royally screwing them. Fucking Tozawa is getting more ring time than most of the AEW ro- roster. Right, it's true. <laughs> they need a heater, man, in AEW. And when I say a heater, they need... Look, Tony Khan is known, for example... He doesn't fire people, man. He just lets their contracts run out because he's a bitch. He now can't he will fire also, He will
4: also let people go. And what a lot of people don't know about not is always, what Not a lot always. Not always I know that. Let me hear me out. I know. A lot of times people don't realize that it's either a solid contract, like you were just saying, where they cannot get out of under any way, shape, or form. Yet that depends on stipulation. But it's also contracts where, yes, they did sign, whether it's for a certain amount of appearance dates or not, Khan will let them go. It depends who the person is and what tier they are in that company.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Say the second part again. Why would he let them go?
4: Khan will let certain people go.
0: That's not under a long-term contract? Right. Of course. And to you,
4: and we had this discussion before because you had to clarify that to you one year is a long term and to me that's short term
0: no it's short term That you, is you term. had
4: you had said long term on a previous stream
0: so i don't know, you know why i would have said that there must have been a reason why i, would have I don't know that. why but
4: they, you could go back and see it on a previous stream but i, even I if-
0: guess I, I would the only context i would think of is because if they're on short term, <clears> a the year is a long time for like instead of being per appearance for you know right well, right, but there are some
4: people that will sign a so-called deal, okay, and it will be a so-called contract, but it's actually a per-appearance deal. And uh, I know 1st is- I know
0: wrestlers that have wrestled in AEW that I'm friends with personally, and it's not like that, actually.
4: Uh, oh, for example, I,
0: Greek I happen Papa to know some of the, I
4: happen to know some of the ones that do have that. They have a contract, but it's under appearances.
0: Well... Well, GGP, who's part of Hamid I mean, Media Group, Conspiracy Horseman and whatnot, I know with him, um, when he was there, he never signed a contract. He's just he's good friends with Jerry Lynn, for example. Jerry Lynn just calls him up, hey man, we need you to come down, you know, have a match and whatnot. That's that's what it that's, is, man.
4: Bro, that's totally different than what I'm talking about.
0: Right, but I don't I've never seen a contract for per appearance compared to, you know, a normal contract. Tony has ones that what you're talking about with GGP is, is it's
4: it, it is showing up for the day, and he wrestled, okay? It's it's like right. what movie studios do with extras.
0: Yeah, I think he's a bit more than an extra. I mean, he's he's wrestled a few matches in AEW. I,
4: I understand that, just like Bill and Dylan B- Bostick was supposed to as well, but he got screwed out of that
0: yeah Long story short
4: understand. there are contracts that are not solid as far as money deal length of time they do have ones for certain amount of small appearances and it's for so-called amount of money tony does do those
0: well the point of this was not about the contracts it's more the fact that he doesn't fire anyone it's a known fact that he doesn't fire anyone he lets their contracts go whoever it is and and then, you know, there's even been wrestlers that have have actually said this legitimately and said that um, I've tried calling Tony. He doesn't answer the phone, doesn't get back to them. He just leaves it because the guy's a pussy, dude. He needs someone like a John Laurinaitis, like a Johnny Ace, right? That would be like, Hey, pal. Sorry to tell you, you know, future endeavor. Like someone that's got balls to fire people, man, instead of TK being a little bitch. You know what I mean? So... Get someone that can run all that shit and has the balls to fucking do whatever. If he keeps going the way he's going right now, he's just, he's going to lose so much respect. He's got no fucking, um, what's the word? Social skills. His social skills are really bad, dude. There's some people that
4: can handle confrontation. There's some that aren't. It's it's being made obvious that Khan... is one that's not able to handle any controversy or contempt uh, or or anything that would have to do with being a villain in a certain situation. That's all on Tony Khan because he's too good-natured.
0: Well, did you hear about, you know, at a collision last week where he was apologizing for the CM Punk debacle and all that shit, right, where he, he was explaining himself? right apparently after you know those people just calling him shut the fuck up fuck you tony you're hearing all sorts of shit like that right but apparently when he walked to the back he started crying bro
4: i know that's what i'm saying he's too good hard because that hurt him because in his eyes he was their hero he's doing aew for them he didn't he's not going to think shit his own fans. Dude, he's not doing AEW for himself. He's doing it for oh, the yes, rest of fucking the fans. Is. He's doing it for himself, bro. Not all purely for oh. himself. Okay, oh, So for man. him no, to cry know. because his fans are turning against him, that's on him. And that truly hurt him. He couldn't handle it. He got oh, very emotional.
0: Man. He's too poor good, little kind-hearted. Tink. Well, that's how it is. Well, he's in the wrong oh. business, man, then, if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? If he thinks this is trouble, he ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till
4: they're even more established. No, he he hasn't. But to say you felt your life was in danger, you're going to die, you're this, you're that. Dude, he would have felt 50 times unsafe walking through the ECW (laughs) arena. You looked at somebody the wrong fucking way, you're getting stabbed.
0: But apparently he used to be always at the ECW arena for most ECW shows, as a matter of fact, bro.
4: But that doesn't mean he had a feel friend or not. Maybe he traveled with personal security, plain clothes, maybe oh. his friends, maybe they wow. had some uh, shibs and knives and stuff in their pockets. You never know. Oh, God. Tony's not going to say, know. you know, know. hey guys, know. guys,
3: I'm walking with people that can protect me. <laughs>
4: he's not going to walk around and say, that. my fingers. Well, that too, but he's not going to walk around <laughs> and advertise it. He's going to try to look like an ordinary Joe and enjoy a wrestling wow. match.
0: I'm assuming it, they're playing, if he did have that, just say, which wouldn't surprise me, they, they would have been plainclothes fucking dudes for sure. They would have to be. Imagine oh, walking yeah. into the ECW of arena course. with legit security. Like, legit. Like, right. Well, they have to do closed, his... I'm talking about, you know, proper. Well,
4: yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I've never seen anything like that there, unless it was just <laughs> Atlas funny. security in general, but.
0: And Atlas are hard asses, bro. They're, those fucking motherfuckers were hard. And what happened to Atlas? Weren't they? Also the the AEW security? They're not anymore. It seems.
4: Nah, not A, not AEW. No, they're still they, doing they used to be. security for certain events.
0: When AEW first started, the same dudes that were at the ECW arena back in the day for ECW were doing AEW for like. Until a couple they of years. started
4: touring more, and it became too much. From I don't know, what I understand understanding. Dude.
0: Who would pay for their travels? Would it be AEW or do they have AW to AEW
4: okay, would have yeah. to fund the money for Atlas to find a way to get to the venues?
0: Right. So why would it be too hard for them to get around at the end of the day? I mean, really, they only travel amongst most of the times they're always around the northeast, generally, right? And then they'll do Florida all the time and then they'll go to the to LA a lot. You know what I mean? And that's about it.
4: Well, when you start hitting other towns, cities that are in the middle of America, then that's probably when it could become a bit of a trifle. Uh, right. You do need manpower. Hotels are needed. You have to have rental vehicles to carry your team. Uh, oh, you know, man, yeah. I feel it's easier for them to use actual event security than a touring
0: Security firm. Well, yeah, I think they still got a touring uh, security firm because you see the same guys, especially that big dude with the beard. Which one? always around. At AEW, they still use a touring security team, whoever they are right now, but it seems like it's their own sort of security because they're wearing AEW shirts.
4: Well, if it's their own, they're smart. They need them.
0: Right, for sure. Anyway, let's get into the fucking news. Um... Because, like I was saying, I've got some CM Punk news, and this is what what's going down. So, following their recent interaction at the Cauliflower Alley Club, wrestling announcer Joe Dombrowski wrote the following about CM Punk. Now, he was hanging out with CM Punk at the Cauliflower, um, at the Cauliflower Alley Club. I read it anyway. He's Right, right. Well, this is for the people. All I'm going to say is this. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me finish it first and then say it. Because then you're giving it away. Anyway, I have no interest in the rumor or hot takes. All I can say is it was great to see CM Punk for the first time in 18 years at the reunion. And he was great to everyone. I hope whatever he does next allows him to have many more days as the CAC version of Punk as opposed to what's written. I have no comment or opinion to offer on the online rumors (laughs) or innuendo. I certainly have zero interest in hearing your hot takes no matter which side you agree with. All I'm here to say is CM Punk was incredibly gracious, personable and courteous. His his entire time at the Cauliflower Alley Club last week, it was the first time in 18 long years since I've seen him and was shocked he remembered me, even though he said he's known me since I was 8. It was more like 17. Whatever Punk does next in life, I hope it gives him the opportunity to have many more days of being... The CAC version of punk as opposed to what's written about elsewhere. Anyway, he goes on to say, elsewhere, I've seen others attempt to summarize punk's current relation with prominent wrestling journalist Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful. Many won't care about the following points, so feel free to hop off here if need to be. And he goes on to say this. Sean Ross Sapp says he's been in contact with punk for months, which sometimes results in answers and other times it doesn't. Also revealed. He and Sean Ross Sapp mutually hate talking to each other. Uh, there's also, there were times where Punk was very open about, I hate this place in AEW. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp also claims he's never spoken to the elite on any of this. Uh, he was able to speak to Punk about Brawl Out. Punk was apologetic, but felt like it wasn't to blame. He wasn't to blame for Brawl Out. Uh, Punk would also message Sean Ross Sapp and ask if any lies were being told to him. Punk told Sean Ross Sapp once again his side of Brawlin, but certain other people didn't really back up Punk's story. Uh, Mox and Punk ran into each other at the airport and pretty much shrugged each other off, and it seems there's still heat between the two of them. Uh, Punk was in very good mood after the fight with Jack Perry, apparently. Sean Ross Sapp hasn't heard back from Punk after congratulating him for the Cauliflower Alley Award and don't expect to ever hear back from Punk ever again. Sean Rossap also hasn't heard from Jack Perry, but SRS also feels like Punk didn't care if he was gonna get fired. Uh Punk also told Sean Ross Sapp that if he was raised to not talk dirt to, to sorry, he was raised not to talk to dirt sheets, but he talked to Sean Rossap, he talks to Nick Housman, which we already know of House of Wrestling and had Mike Johnson of PW Insider host his StarCast panel. FTR never really spread anything, as Dax will just say his opinions out loud on a podcast, and Cash is pretty much whatever when it comes to getting involved. And apparently, last but not least, apparently the incident with Regal happened at Revolution, where Punk was getting stitched up, and Regal approached Punk and wanted to know why he didn't shake his hand. After some back and forth of of Punk wanted to talk about it later, Punk eventually snapped at Regal. And that's that. Okay. So now you can say what you have to say, Mike.
4: Well, all I was going to say first before you started was one, whoever wrote that is from somebody outside of the United States. So how do you know what he's quoting? I I know who Joe Dombrowski is. I'm not talking Joe Dombrowski. Whoever put up that post is from overseas. You can tell by the spelling. So while they're quoting everybody and their dirt sheets, how do you know what he was told was 100% accurate? He's not just fucking putting it on that post. That's one. Two. As far as Punk and Regal, if you were being constantly nagged, yo, why don't you like me? Or whatever the fucking problem was. That Punk said, can we talk later? 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 later?" See what I was probably just saying was annoying you. If that was regal, I would have snapped too. If I was Punk. Should Punk should have said what he did? Probably not. But he's saying it out of the heat of motion, out of the heat of the moment through passion. So, I mean, that, that could be understood whether or not Regal has his feelings hurts. That's on him. As far as who punk talks to or not, that's on punk. He doesn't have to talk quote unquote to dirt sheet writers, but there's a difference between talking to a dirt sheet writer and being cordial, right. huge fucking difference. Whether it's Sat, Mike Johnson, anybody else. Sure. You know, it, it's, he is going – see, I'm not going to say what he did was right or wrong. You say he handled it how he felt it should have been handled. So uh, wherever he goes next, that's on him. As far as Joe Dombrowski,
0: he's just saying how he felt. Well, I find it interesting, though, that he would go that far in saying that shit. Well,
4: he's going that far because, obviously, he has a good relationship with the guy. And he's not going to get all caught up in the bullshit because of the events that happened with the CAC.
0: True. And I don't blame
4: him. I wouldn't have let it either.
0: Well, apparently, he was very good at the Cauliflower Alley Club, so... I don't know, man, but uh, I'll find that interesting. But also, well, of course, he's—you
4: got to the... he's, he's, remember—he's there with a bunch of legends and everything too. He's not going to come in and act like a fucking dick, uh, 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 twirling a fucking yo-yo at everybody's head. <laughs> well, wow, fuck.
0: Well, also related to the, all of this, obviously, I'm sure you've heard this. A still also got released from AEW once again. Oh surprise, well, surprise, right? Oh well. <laughs> you know, why I only ask <laughs> what. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 that's all right. Go, go, go for it.
4: Well, I mean, all right. Only people like us are really going to know who Ace Steel is or hard, right. really hardcore wrestling fans. So when people say, oh, he, he's been let go again, it, it's, I'm saying to myself, oh, okay, fine, that's nice. Because nobody else is really going to know who Ace Steel is or what he does or who he may have trained unless people do digging. So, again, that's type of dirt sheet crap nobody needs to fucking know.
0: Right. No, 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 I I agree, bro.
4: And it's not me uh, um, uh, saying the guy's no good. He's never done anything. He didn't do anything for AEW. Apparently, he was part of the creative or whatever or whatnot. But, okay, fine. He was released again. That does absolutely nothing for me. and jimmy uh, he's coming back he's alive there we go
0: sorry mike you my internet man fucking hell but yeah you're saying i already finished what i was saying okay all right well i didn't catch that last bit but i'm glad um but anyway you're right fuck a still anyway only the hardcores will know who he is But still, I find that kind of interesting. But um, also... I mean, mean,
4: does it suck that they have to fire the guy because he's associated with Punk? Yes, I left that out. If they're getting rid of Steele because of his relationship with CM Punk, solely for that, or maybe what may have happened in the past, which again is what in relation to CM Punk, then I think that's kind of fucked. To make the guy lose his job over that.
0: Yeah, well, don't bite people. <laughs> Simple as that, right? If you're supposed to be an employee, you can't just be that biased, obviously. But he's right, what he right. he A. Steel's a weird cat, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's like a fucking... He's like he's got rabies. But anyway, um, st- sticking with AEW news, though. Dave Meltzer reported in this week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter that AEW's All In event... Well, this... Yeah, listen. Uh, Meltzer reported that All In's cable television pay-per-view buyers were up 37.5% apparently. compared to to what? Compared to past June's, this past June's, Forbidden Door 2 event, while their streaming buyers were not up at the same percentage level, AEW's late buyers for All In reportedly were well ahead of the pace of most of AEW's pay-per-view events, apparently. Meltzer also reported that based on the current estimates, All In is currently expected to end up generating the second highest ever pay-per-view buys for an AEW event in AEW history, Mikey. Only behind All Out 2021, which generated around 250 uh, 215,000 buys in total. In regards to All Out 2023, Meltzer reported that the event is currently estima- estimated to have generated between Seventy-three thousand buys to ninety-six thousand buys, and uh, Moutzer also reported that the one big reason for his lower end number estimate is due to only thirty-eight percent of those who had purchased all in had also purchased all out twenty twenty-three. Matsu goes on to say that one big reason for the for his higher end estimate is due to the streaming buyers for all out twenty twenty-three were at a much higher percentage than all in streaming buyers. Meltzer also reported that another key factor that will influence how much of the movement there will be involves how well or not the late buys were for All Out 2023. Once those numbers are more known next week, anything to say about this, Mikey? Yeah, he's full of shit. I I, I, I can understand the All In maybe being close to breaking shit because it's you know it was such a huge event for them, right? Well, I just don't I know TK already lied on his press conference when it came to the all out pay-per-view buys. He said it was over a hundred thousand. Meltzer's reporting a lot less. Right. Well, the only way to
4: find out is Fight has to actually release them, and Fight most times does not do that because they protect their client. That's why nobody can actually and accurately find out NWA pay-per-view buys. So that's one.
0: NWA buys would be pretty on the low end, bro. It doesn't matter. They're still
4: not being released. Nobody knows. So again, right. everybody has if to estimate. If they have big
0: numbers, they will tell you. They will tell you. There's no doubt about it, bro. that will be bragging well, NWA, about it.
4: And right. NWA would have to release that. But AEW is doing that right. anyway. So you figure from all in, all right? I guess that was at Wembley. Yes. If the person's paying around $50 and let's say there's 100,000 buys from fight, I guess that's going to be what? Over $5 million, depending where, how many you're going to get between five and 8 million from that. That's very good.
0: That's very wait. wait, wait, wait. For what event did you say? All in. 5 million. Apparently 5 million was the gate that they got.
2: I'm talking about
0: 100,000 pay-per-view
4: buys from fight. Right. At about right, fifty dollars a piece.
0: Keep in mind, though, fight get a big percentage from that.
4: Okay, it's still it's grossing five over five million, just for a hundred uh, grand.
0: That's gross. Know, that's not net that takeaway. Know, Dude, that's
3: not net. Right, that I, take- I
0: know, I know, I know, gross. I know, before tax. I I know. I get it. Trust me. Or before fight. Well, in this case, yeah, <laughs> but still. I'm sure they're paying taxes, though, uh, Mikey. So it's a it is well, a yeah. That's all, right. That's all afterwards. So that's why they need more than a hundred thousand. Just in, I can all in. I can definitely agree with that. All out. I just don't see people. I don't see that number being anywhere near a hundred thousand. If that's the case, I'm I'm shocked.
4: In this day and age, where many people could just find a site to watch something on and, and it's that
0: too right
4: right that's also what's killing and tony needs to re- and i don't know if he's doing this or not but he really needs to do what dana white does will send say out it. the hounds to track down all the people showing the streams and send that bullet through and knock it out
0: they do. They do do that. You know how many times I've had to restart my stream all the time? But it's hard to fucking... And even UFC, I can still watch it for free without paying for it. You can't knock right. him out all the time, bro. You can keep trying and keep trying. They just keep reappearing, reappearing, reappearing. There's not much you can really do about it, man. Especially on right. Cody. Do you know what Cody is?
4: Cody's in the WWE.
0: No, yeah. Not Cody Rhodes. Cody with a K. K-O-D-I.
4: Yeah, I'm familiar with Cody.
0: Right, that's that's an app that was made for the Xbox originally, right? To play like emulated games and right. burnt games and shit like that. You know what I mean? But now it's used to actually watch all this illegal television from worldwide. Like I've got it on my Xbox, for example. I'm not going to watch anything. Any, I've got every channel around the world. Even though I don't use it, I use my actual cable provider, right? Because it's the right. most stable, obviously, right? Obviously. Um, but. But if I need to use that, it's fucking pretty good, dude. It actually has become so much better. And pay-per-views recently haven't been an issue. You know what I mean? But I watched All In legitimately because my cable provider legitimately actually, I don't know if, what rights they paid for it, but they showed it for free. I didn't even have to pay.
4: But you're lucky. Well, us yeah. in the United States, we got to pay $50, 60 for an AEW event.
0: Right. For All Out, I had to pay right for it, but not for All In. I don't know what deal that was, which was a pleasant surprise.
4: You're very lucky.
0: Chris Willan says, do you, "Do you think the media scrums are not helping AEW?" Does not seem like it. Uh, Chris, do they're you not think, meant. Um, they're not meant to it's help. It's not helping AEW. Technically, they're, it's not. But I love it.
4: They're meant solely for entertainment purposes. That's it. They're they're not. But meant it's there. not. That's the problem. Oh, it's not helping them, but yet they're not. Yeah,
0: but AEW. No, continue, continue, because there's a bit of a delay, man. So that's why it sounds like we're cutting each other off. But continue, Mikey. Media scrums are supposed to be
4: informant and informative for news media. Whatever's right. going to be divulged is going to be divulged. Khan usually does that at the very, very end. He'll have a serious talk. Majority of the scrums start to finish, whoever he has out there, it's solely entertainment. If you can't tell, they're not there to talk all business and practices, they're there to try to sell a product with gimmicks of their characters. That's why you'll see MJF. But in the they're
0: beginning. not doing that. MJF yeah. is one of the few, Christian is one of the few, right? But most of the others they break K Fay left and right. And that's, and that,
4: that's their fucking problem. And Tony right. needs to tell them, hey. Don't divulge as much, but when you're living in a marked social media age with people out of the indies automatically thinking they're over because they're on AEW television, this is what you're going to have. It's not like watching a WWE post-conference. I'm not even going to call it Scrum. I hate that fucking word, a Scrum. It's a post-fucking conference, post-event conference. You don't see WWE doing that. Everybody stays oh, sometimes in their like character. Cody.
0: Cody will sometimes go off the cuff. It depends, Cody but not off not that off the cuff like AEW off the cuff though. Cody will go. Like, but they but won't Cody,
4: totally break a character, but, but Cody does it for his own purposes, for what involves him and the company. He's not divulging secrets and all kinds of shit like AEW staff will their wrestlers, or Conwell at the very end. So the, the their scrums are just purely entertainment. I don't, I don't feel they're meant to be really the internet, serious.
0: Your internet is so bad, huh? I can't do this show. What's going on? What's that? What happened? Fuck. Sorry, everyone. By the way, my internet is really turning to shit. That's so all I've right. I my you off. That's fine. You do it like that for now. I know, that, but it yeah. sucks. It's throwing me off, bro, a little bit, but yeah, what do you do? I'm going to, I'm going to keep it as a pro and keep going, but still, the it's show must go on. If I cut out, just keep going, Mike, you keep talking shit, whatever you have to do, but yeah. Anyway, what, what was the last bit you were saying though, man?
4: God, the scrum is not meant to actually be of any importance.
0: Right, but I like it. The AEW one's always entertaining because you, you don't know what you're going to get. Does it help the company? Sure doesn't, right? It really doesn't because, again, you don't know what's going to happen with their media scrums or press conferences, whatever you want to call them. WWE, on the other hand, is very much more controlled. And if someone does start going off the cuff or if they're getting asked questions where they're starting to get uncomfortable WWE, they straight away will be like, last question and out of here. Like they'll, they'll get them off stage.
4: Right, and that's a huge difference.
0: Right, Tony.
4: Yeah, well, won't. Tony won't do that.
0: Tony's a we. Weird... Someone tell Tony not to not to drink his sodas in the middle of the fucking press conference. Have you seen the way he sucks that shit down, bro? Yeah, he also like does he it because he's dead. nervous. because he's nervous and his throat is dry. <sighs> it cringes me, bro. I get embarrassed seeing him do that shit, and he has his coffee right next to him too. Like, say, so he gets his coffee and his fucking uh, soda. He'll skull his soda like a fucking weirdo straight away. And then he'll open up his fucking cup of, of coffee. Like, always takes off the top part. You know what I mean? So he can just, I don't know, look inside of the cup and whatnot. I don't know, man. He's a weird cat, but it is what it is. Uh, Chris also says, No one remembers collision in Korea with 100,000 gate. Biggest event my ass. AEW does Dynomath. Look. 81,000 paid people, I still don't think that's the biggest, whatever. But as far as career goes, collision in career, let's be honest though, Chris. They will fucking pretty much had a fucking AK-47 pointed at it, at their heads to turn up. You know what I mean? They were forced to watch professional wrestling, if anything.
4: Not right. Not that old so, one could
0: be complaining, but still.
4: Right. I mean, if you want to get technical, that was the largest pro wrestling event. Right. But it wasn't largest paid attendance they were told no paid. <laughs> right they were told to fill that arena but technically it was the largest attended because they were forced to attend you had 100,000 people in there all in right all right 81,000 supposed paid and i knew they were going to do a number like that that's only a few thousand more so they could say they beat wwe but to say you had to give that many thousand of comps yeah
0: they claim it was 91,000, Mikey, right? The overall number. So 81,000 paid, the rest were comps.
4: So that's like seven, six or 7,000 in comps.
0: Do you believe 81,000 paid? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I, I do too, only because there's a lot of people that, that actually say that. Um, but even if that, that is the case, right, it, would that still be legitimately the biggest wrestling event that people have actually paid, like, A pro-wrestling,
4: pro-wrestling, as of now, yes, however. Pro-wrestling. Right, but listen, a few days afterwards, I think it was Nebraska women's volleyball team had 90. I know.
0: That's different, though. I'm not talking about that. That's weird, though, bro. I don't know why so many people turned up for fucking women's volleyball. I I get the college Right. But come on, man. Women's fucking volleyball? Come on, I know. That's fucking whack. But but anyway, we're not talking about other sports. This is strictly professional wrestling. In terms of professional wrestling gate, is it the highest paid attendance in the history of professional wrestling?
4: I'm not going to say in the history. I'll say recorded history.
0: Okay, interesting. Interesting, but you're sort as of in the as middle pro, As far as pro wrestling. Right. Just pro wrestling. Well... I don't know, man. I I don't know. It is what it is. If it is, congratulations. But the adjective there is eighty one thousand paid fans, right? You know they they keep using that remark instead of saying it was the biggest crowd. Like that's why I'm a bit iffy about it. You know what I'm saying? Well, they were also saying that number because everybody
4: remembers the number that WWE WrestleMania kept on doing or WWF.
0: What was it yeah, or, 3, you're 73. talking about? Yeah,
4: they kept on saying that
0: number. So this is AEW's way of counting that. And I don't understand why they're saying that shit, because first of all, <laughs> um, WrestleMania, one of the 30-somethings, it was it 33, 34, 35? The one at Texas Stadium got over 90,000 people, bro. That, that, that smashes the fucking WrestleMania 3 attendance. I know. But everybody remembers because everybody
4: remembers their WrestleMania attendance number just about. By all in, keep saying what they are. That's a way for them to prove to people they're a competitor.
0: Whatever, man. TK can think whatever he wants. And you know what I will consider a competitor once they break at least over one and a half million week in, week out. Right now, they ain't competing for shit.
4: And there's no need to compete. They need to keep themselves separate but right. if they're not doing anything to draw anybody in to watch this is it's reflective every week
0: well yeah I mean they're, they're booking to the mock Tods bro they're booking to them and they're also booking to their
4: own likings so if Khan is doing the booking he's booking to his own likings on what he feels his own aew audience wants for
0: anybody who may just be turning in
4: on the Turner work?
0: Well, if they're just tuning in for the first time, they're going to tune right out, bro, if they see this garbage. I know a lot of people that have. I've had company. Well, there you go.
4: And our kids will be wanting to watch as I invite them over, whether it's a pay-per-view or a dynamite. They're really not interested because once that they see how phony it looks across the tv because they're watching a wwe product right from there they turn they they tune it off the the kids don't want to see people that look like the size of them that was one of the other complaints so well but anyway we're here to talk about news not compare who likes what
0: no it's still that's still news it's still relevant Mikey, it's still relevant, bro. So yeah. it's relevant. This this is the show where we talk anything. Anything goes. It's oh. the extra. But, um, but yeah, we also talk about the news, but it's still news because we're talking about attendance and whatnot. Uh, but anyway, speaking of the news, though, there's more reports, and we're still sticking with AEW because all the news is coming from AEW's end right now. And the all latest right. report on CM Punk's AEW exit includes the Young Bucks condition for meeting a legal for a meeting and a legal letter over BTE. So um, this one again is from Dave Meltzer in the newest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, by the way. So it will spark debate for that reason alone. Beyond that, uh, sorry, let me start again. Another yet, another day, another yet, another report on CM Punk's time at AEW in the wake of Tony Khan's firing him last Saturday for incidents which occurred August 27th backstage at All In. This one is from Dave Meltzer in the newest Dressing Observer Newsletter, so it will spark debate for that reason alone. Beyond that, it includes a couple of items which will likely be used in discussions and arguments about assigning blame for this whole ordeal to Punk and or Matt and Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks. Regarding a meeting between Punk and the Elite, which the former apparently believed was going to happen in, in Georgia, apparently at August 23rd's joint taping of Dynamite and Collision, and that Kenny Omega and the Bucks either never agreed to or never even knew about, Mouser rights. That he's confirmed, apparently. The elite were never approached about the meeting because AEW officials knew they'd turned it down. So how did they know? One person very close to the situation said that the Bucks had said if six months went by without any issues, they would have been willing to sit down and work with him, apparently. That six months without an incident condition was set before several talents were banned from attending collision and before the disagreement about Jack Perry's use of real glass at a Saturday taping, which led to Perry's shot at Punk on the all-in pre-show and their subsequent dust-up in the gorilla position at Wembley Stadium, which was also before. Um, AEW also, also informed the elite about a legal letter it received from Punk's lawyers Alleging that, the, that a skit on the Young Bucks long-running YouTube series being The Elite violated the terms of a non-disparagement agreement Punk and the Elite signed after their own altercation backstage at All Out in 22. Evidently, it was from a BTE skit that was the storyline that had started years earlier about Matt Jackson screwing up an endorsement deal and was brought back when he had secured some sort of sort of another deal that was going to make them all rich. Only to have that screwed up and even with their new contract, they were left broke and couldn't retire even if they wanted to. This is funny. And they were all furious that they could never leave wrestling and in the skit, they wanted Matt to apologize for screwing up as Punk's name was never mentioned. If Punk felt he had to keep wrestling for financial reasons, which is something I've never seen reported, you could see where he might think that storyline was about him and even so... It seems odd to get upset about that after both sides had previously made more obvious references to out and each other, which is true. And Mikey, I feel like CM Punk's a little bit of a hypocrite if he's upset about that.
4: Yeah, to me, that's frivolous bullshit. I mean, he can think it, but to send a letter over it,
0: that's frivolous shit, dude i have no idea i'm just reporting what i'm what i'm seeing bro. oh i know
4: and i could tell you exactly what it's from
0: because i actually seen part of that i clip. just told you i told you it was from fucking um being the elite and melt i know that however what was actually said
4: on the clip jimmy was omega with the pepsi bottle
0: you can I tell saw that, he i saw that okay so you saw the clip yeah 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 okay what were his words about how it was like rock hard, apparently, or something like that. And right, he, he needed a Coke. They stuff. went to the dinner and they had Coke instead of fucking Pepsi. No, wrong. Yes, yes they did. He said this stuff is terrible. It tastes like, hard. Lighter, like lighter, hard. Oh, lighter, lighter. Oh, lighter fluid. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're fluid. right. Yeah, but then they went to dinner right after that part and had Coke instead of Pepsi. Right. Right. You're telling me, no, that's not what happened. But that's what happened.
4: Oh, it's, I was trying to convey to you the line that you said, oh, yeah, lighter
0: fluid. That's yeah, the part is, of the Michael Jackson, the, Jackson I'm getting to. That's but, not the part that they've got a problem with, though, or that punk has a problem with. That's Right. Not I, I
4: understand. But I'm mentioning the part with the lighter fluid. So those who haven't seen it don't know what was said, what could be referenced to Michael Jackson.
0: Right. But again, it was on fire. fire i know that but come on it's a lot smarter than that they're not idiots
4: well listen look who we're talking about look who's reporting it that got it and look at who is the other one now that is going to send a letter
0: right that's why i said he's a hypocrite if that's the case but it's not because of that segment though on being the elite that's not what they're upset about it's got to do with another segment but anyway it doesn't matter i saw that i was not watching it it was in the background as I was about to do a show. So I kind of was listening to it and kind of was going in and out of it. But anyway, the point is, I don't know if it's bullshit or not, but if it's not and Punk is legitimately upset, look at all the references Punk was doing on television as soon as he got back.
4: He was doing it too. However, I feel those were cleared. Or...
0: I don't know, bro. If he did say
4: them, he was wondering if there would be any um, circumstances afterwards.
2: Probably there wasn't,
4: right. Khan didn't give a shit. I don't know about Khan, but I know Punk didn't give a shit. Well, Khan obviously didn't give a shit either because Punk kept continuing with his digs as time went on.
0: Right, and I think that's when... (laughs) you know the 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 roster that hates seeing punk started sort of banding together to get to get rid of him or punk legitimately you know was trying to get himself fired for you know
4: i don't think he was trying to get himself fired at that point um in time when he came back that he was saying that stuff
0: well Uh, that wouldn't surprise me either dude because think about it right before he came back he went to wb to visit why would you do that right before you coming back to aw that's stirring the pot bro
4: right because he could for one two he knew people there maybe he wanted to settle some personal differences
0: which apparently
4: he he went right so he he
0: doesn't have to have a specific reason it's it just, just looks bad when you're part of AEW, bro, at that point, you know, in my opinion.
4: You know, listen, throughout the years, you know how many times people from other promotions have been backstage somewhere?
0: I know, but this time, more like right now, it's way more than ever. Man, you didn't see WCW guys turn up backstage at a WB event, bro. I'm just saying.
4: They didn't show it, but that's who's
0: to say they weren't there. I didn't hear shit back then. And I think it was more complicated right, back then.
4: Yes, and that's exactly why. Now it's not as complicated.
0: But what's but to make it idiots, you think- bro? There's cameras everywhere. Like 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 Ricky Starks when he turned up to the rumble with, with Cody, for example. Are you telling right. me he didn't get heat for that? I think he did. Because of course he was pretty pushed. Yeah, for sure. It's just like you never know who's on the independent
4: scene that used to be part of WWE that could be backstage at Raw.
0: That's different. If they're right. not part of, yeah, that's that's a right. Different. But still, that's they fine. were a former
4: WWE celebrity, in general, and right. they're backstage. What they're doing is they're not making themselves known that they're there. They're not showcasing themselves.
0: Well, I felt like Punk really wanted to make himself known, dude. You know what I mean? Which is also a bit, I don't know. Anyway, the point is there's a lot of shit going on i don't know what punk's mindset was in terms of uh you know wwe and aw but it seems that uh punk does want to go back to wwe and don't get me wrong i i sort of watched remember the vince McMahon interview with stone cold on the stone cold podcast and stone cold, uh stone cold point blank asked vince right if he would accept seeing punk back in wb Vince McMahon said, yes, he wants to work with him once again in the future and apologize for firing him on his wedding day. Now, that's pretty telling to me. Well, good and happy for him. He should have no reason why he would not want to
4: work and do business. If they could work something out, let's say almost long term, do something on a slow build with him coming back, little vignettes, little digs here and there, anything that'll create money, fuck it, let him come in.
0: They'd be yeah. stupid not to with what's all going on right now. I, I know. I agree. Controversy creates cash, as Eric Bischoff would say. Uh, Chris Willen says, AEW doesn't abs- doesn't absolutely nothing to garner casual fans. My, my wife even used to like the Jericho and his bubbly <laughs> stuff. The bubbly, a
3: little bit of the bubbly.
0: Even bought a couple of bottles. Ah, Interesting. Now it's straight crap, he's fat. Booking is horrid. Can't watch. I don't think he's that fat right now, Chris. He's actually got abs again, but he's on and off with his weight. Apparently yeah, he's, he doesn't look that problem. bad. He doesn't no, look right that now, bad. Right now, he's cool. Right now, he looks pretty good, actually. I'm the Pillsbury just... fucking
4: doughboy next to him.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. But um, no shit, man. He can just lose weight at a click of his finger, man. Like, he'll gain weight quick, but lose it quick, too. Which which trips me out, man, at how quick he can lose it. But, um, yeah. Lay, lay off the, the, the alcohol and you can do it.
4: A little bit of the bubbly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh But like uh, Chris says, though, um, look, but to answer Chris's thing about the casual fans, they're not catering to casual fans. They never have, Chris. You know what I mean? They're just catering to the marks and that's it, bro. So how are they supposed to get any fucking new fans when they don't even cater to that? But anyway, it, it is what it is. Um In our final two news bits, though, uh, Mikey, because we've gone over an hour, Uh, LA Knight has signed a new long-term contract, five-year contract, Mike. Good. Yeah. Hopefully that means, you know, and apparently it's a fat contract too, dude. And his contract wasn't due for another year, but that would be one of the it. Apparently up to 5 million, bro. Five years.
4: That's not bad, man. Not at all. That's good. That's
0: great for LA Knight. Come on.
4: Oh, shit. I forgot to turn it on.
0: Yeah, the only reason why I'm staying off camera for now is because my internet still would be funny. Well, I, I want to
4: take my night supplements and stuff and I do not want all advertised that I take on a webcam.
0: Well, now you just said it, Mikey.
4: I didn't say exactly what I take.
0: <laughs> anyway, like I said, LA Knight has signed a new five-year deal. Good for him, good for Dunabee. Hopefully, yeah, they get to the moon.
4: And I don't want to hear any stupid fucking shit. Oh, well, he didn't win this title. He won that. Who gives a fuck what title he's going to win? He's signing a five year deal for near $5 million, and it could be more, depending on well, merch deals or report. anything else. Right. I don't want to hear any stupid shit. He didn't win this belt, that belt. Who fucking cares? The guy's in WWE finally. He's enjoying himself. He's living his own dream that he wanted to do, supposedly. Absolutely. Yes, he said. He's raking in cash.
0: Absolutely, and I don't care what anyone says, right? It doesn't matter who you support, if it's AEW, if it's WWE. WWE is the frigging pinnacle of professional wrestling. Plain and simple, right now, right? Well, that's what it is, and that's
4: where people go to try to make the most money. I'm not knocking AEW on what their pay scale is, because there's some getting paid very, very handsomely for how long that they are wrestling for every year how many times but those are different structured deals when you're in wwe it's very how do i say it it's a very elaborate contract there's lots of things involved you got your guarantee you got your downside guarantee you got how much money you're going to make from merch supposedly and you got your regular contract and then you got what? You got, you got your appearance fees if you're on any pay-per-views or whatnot too. And that would so be it's... network
0: fucking shit that they play. Your the right network. They don't. From what I I I don't know, but no, no you're would... right. you I know what you're gonna say, and you're totally right. They get peanuts these days compared to what they used peanuts to get. Peanuts from the yes. fucking network. Put it this way: I know a wrestler that used to get paid thousands, right at first. You know, pay-per-view buy rates, right? Now, just from the WB network, it's only fucking hundreds.
4: Yes, and they killed themselves because they used to advertise pay-per-view all the time where they can make six, seven, nine, ten fucking million dollars a shot extra from there to then begging everybody to pay ten dollars a fucking month for their network. And And you see that went sour three fucking years later that you can only see the actual network itself out of the United States.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true, which is even more weird. And like I said, we've got the network on my cable fucking... On my cable provider, bro. Like, legit. Right. Like, on, as a channel. That shows yes. Raw SmackDown Live as well, on top of that. As well as Fox 8, which is what shows Raw and SmackDown here. Live. Yes.
4: And you'll probably get the old 24-7 shows, too.
0: Yeah, everything, bro. Yeah,
4: that's uh, that what
0: we do. I don't understand why... Yeah, but this is, like, we've, we've always had the network, but never on the actual cable provider where, you, you know, on your satellite box, which thank is fucking your,
4: cool. Yes, and thank your provider for that, because you'll get there 24-7 regular feed. Now, as far right, as all right. well, the extras, like watching ECW or... or no, you Jim can watch Rocket.
0: all that still. It's all on demand as well.
4: That's right, right. Bingo.
0: Yeah. So you've got but, the live channel on cable, but you as an actual channel but you've also got the on-demand stuff too. Right. So, yeah, no, that's the best thing. I don't know how much they paid because my cable provider is called Fox Out. It's Fox. It's literally, legitly Fox. It's funny because WB in Australia has always been on Fox. Like, for years, forever. And, bro. A
4: of, like, and a lot of the ways you could see, like regular Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Right. In the UK, believe it or not, it's through Turner Sports.
0: Yeah, that's fucking weird too. Isn't that so, fucking weird? Yep. Well, It no, makes sense yeah. in Australia why it's on Fox because Fox and WWE, right? But anyway, it's always been on Fox though here though. Even long mm-hmm. before they made any deals with Fox. But isn't and it weird you now? Turner Sports will show you WWE in the UK. It's I have, like, fu- it's that's over, bizarre,
4: bro. It's like they took over Sky Sports.
0: Well, no, Sky Sports is still around and Sky Sports is owned I'm- by... By the yes. same people that own Fox, as yes. Rupert Murdoch, who's an right. Australian guy, funny enough. But I'm talking as far as showing the WWE. Right? Yeah, that's bizarre, bro. I, I, I don't know how that would sit well with AEW. or so. I mean, there was rumors that you know that TNT and Turner in general are interested in maybe acquiring Raw and SmackDown. What would happen if that was to happen? Imagine that.
4: Oh. I would tell them, don't get your hopes up too
0: high. Right. But if they were to do that, that doesn't, that wouldn't sit well with fucking with AEW, surely.
4: But honestly, what can they do or say? What could Tony Khan possibly do or say? Oh, no, I don't like that.
0: <laughs> Todd then... Brantley, the comic king's in the house. What up, y'all?
4: How you doing, Todd?
0: How you doing? But he also says, I hope you're doing well. I'm actually working at a local show, but take care, and I'll catch up with you guys soon. No problem. Thank you for just saying hi. Knock him dead, Todd. Go get him. Yeah. Go get him, pal. Hit him over the him, head with
4: fucking uh, my Hamill.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah, that's interesting, dude. That's very interesting. Uh, you know what, Mikey? Let's take it home, bro. I know it was a lot of AEW, but that was the big buzz. You know what I mean? I just said the relevant shit. And, um,
4: no, yeah, that's I fine. Should... And it's
0: good you left LA night for Lance because a lot of people...
4: Just look at it as, oh, it's a guy that's there, he's not winning a belt. Dude, the guy's
0: winning at fucking life. Just about like yeah. everybody
4: yeah. else there.
0: It's not always about the championships sometimes, man. You know what I mean? But I'm sure he wants it. Don't get me wrong. But it's not always about championships. The guy's making he's he's killing life, man. He's making millions. Right. He's in the he's in the best company in professional wrestling. It is what it is. Hate him or love him. WWE is where everybody wants to get at, all right? Even AEW wrestlers, except for the ones that are fucking paranoid about fucking... Like Kenny and all that. I love Kenny, but they got no balls, man. They got they no already, balls. Kenny was already kicked out of basically WWE's uh, development. No, well, he left. He left, technically. But yeah, I know that. But doesn't matter. They still wanted him, though. Oh, yeah, and he turned it down. So that's right. on him. That's on him. And it's a shame, because I don't see him going to WWE after fucking his AEW contract runs out. Because by that point, he'll be in his mid-40s. And see, now you see why
4: we're lucky for AEW to be around. Because it's an alternative for people to go. You Hey, man, I don't want AEW to die. You know what I mean? I love the fact that we got this right. I don't either, because it gives people a place to work. But when people are going to complain about their own pay... And how many times they're wrestling, well, you wanted to be there.
0: Right, absolutely. And you can use them as leverage, too, to get a bigger, fatter contract with either company. But anyway, Mikey, tell them where they can find you, my friend. Here on the PWC network whenever my time is acquired. Hey, man, I did say that you'll be on at least once a week, bro, for sure. Could be even more. Here I am. Here you are, and I'm happy to have you, bro. We're happy to have you here at the PwC. Thank you very much. I'm happy as well. Absolutely, bro. It's a pleasure to have you on board with the PwC, and we're still going strong, man. So you're not going to plug any socials? Really don't have. I mean, all right, WrestleMojo over Twitter.
4: Um, I guess you can watch that at your own risk. Um, I'm really not that active on it. I don't give a lot of wrestling takes. I stay to myself. But if you yeah, want to not, drop right. a high, that is fine.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Well, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at DJ Effects, And also, you can follow us at the PwC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the com. We yes, can find all subscribe. our shows. Please. Yeah. And please go
4: watch former, previous live videos. Uh, soon, Jimmy will be putting up other actual shows of the PwC in the actual video section on YouTube as soon as he can so you can watch a decent back catalogue if you want to see any of the former, previous videos or hosts but there are bigger things to come within time
0: for sure man and also they're on the Podbean at, at, at thepwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our older videos yeah. and stuff like that I haven't put every episode on our Podbean Network because we were previously on the Rational Rage Network, and that's going to take a lot of time putting all our previous stuff, but a lot of it is there, but not all of it, which is a shame, but I will eventually get to that. But like I said, the thepwcnetwork.podbean.com for the downloads, our YouTube channel, just type the PwC Network and you'll come up straight away, the Twitch, same thing, PwC Network, just everywhere. Type The PWC Network and we'll come up. Also, like and subscribe at channelattitude.com where for five bucks, you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling, including, you know, not just me, you know, doing uh, Uncaged, which is uncensored, unhinged, it's Uncaged, and we're going live tonight on Hameen Media Group YouTube, where me and the Professor Chabella Vera Cruz will be covering Rampage and everything else, in you know, involving AEW also haminmediagroup.pubbing.com where you can find all our affiliate shows but like i said tune in tonight for uncaged at at 11:05 as a matter of fact right after rampage goes off the air me and the professor will be covering things also look out for the smack attack tomorrow morning with myself chris sams and john Enright. and then the day after on sunday morning we're going to right after collision we're going to sift through the wreckage where chris and myself and maybe the vet. The vet always likes joining us on on the wreckage most weeks where we will sift through the wreckage. So in saying that, I am Jimmy T. That is Mikey m MikeyMediaM5 and you've been listening and watching the PWC Extra. And we're out. I uh, thank you. I left you. some good wreckage in my pants earlier. Oh shit, too much information. So we're out of here. See yous.
3: The PwC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.
2: Hello, yes, Dan Hazen here with a wonderful gift to Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. Dan a great friend, great strong friend, Billy Ass, and a gift for his wonderful ass boys, a new entrance theme song. So that way they can embrace the ass and enter to the proper musics. Dan Hazen is hired Musical professionals to do such a thing that hasn't brought the lyrics himself. So enjoy.
3: We're the Ass Boys.
2: We're the Ass Boys.
3: Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. We're the Ass Boys. Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. It's a last name choosers, we won't shove them, we will not pick up. thank you Dan
2: watching if you enjoyed what you saw subscribe come on man you know it's youtube i shouldn't have to tell you to do this anymore i'm not mad i'm just disappointed the best way to find our newest videos is by going to two 2minutesto_latenight.com. there you'll find links to cover songs cd reviews podcasts live streams t-shirts and more that link will also take you to our patreon where you can sign up and help us make all the crap that has our little logo on it it's the best way to support me and everyone involved with the show including the musicians we forced to play cover songs with us. Or you can make a one-time donation if you have commitment issues. Don't worry, so do I. Patreon patrons get all sorts of neat garbage, like shirts, exclusive sketches, roast videos, hell, I'll even take your favorite song and make it about spaghetti. But one-time donors get to feel like those fancy people who give money to museums and never tell anyone. We'd also like to give a shout out to Dunable Guitars for making the coolest riff sticks in the metal game right now. Look at this thing, it looks like a coffee table from Ethan Allen that was purchased by Satan herself! And also a special thanks to Sound City and Fryette Amplification for giving us. Amplification! It's two minutes to late night!